0: What's up, everybody? This is TJ from Just Plain Filthy, and back in 2014, I created a nice little platform where everybody can find their potential new favorite independent wrestlers. A place where they can find out what events are coming to their neck of the woods, and a place where they can find amazing clips of various independent wrestling matches. Since 2014, we have been on Twitter. We have been on Instagram, we have been on Facebook, but now we bring this all to you in podcast form. We break down events, we let you know what cards are coming up, and we even get into discussions on the hot topics of wrestling as a whole. So please, sit down and enjoy. This is The Indie Movement. we are back after a small hiatus for the holiday season things seem to be a little quieter now a little more manageable so we're back we're gonna be bringing back this podcast every now and then and the just plain filthy podcast every other friday starting next week so get excited so while we were gone We finally dropped the list. The list that we've been hyping up on here. The list that we've been hyping up on social media. The top 50 independent wrestlers list for 2021. And as I said before in previous episodes, this wasn't just North America. And this wasn't just male and female. We put them all together. We circled the globe. We have a good mix of everybody's styles gender, everything. It's a very good list. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be running down the list, but I also have some help from my partner in crime and good friend, Nick White from the Uncut Podcast. He helps me run the indie movement and, uh, he couldn't make it here live, but he sent me in his pics. So we're just going to edit them through here. So if there's a change in quality at any point in time, please forgive me. We're doing our best. Uh, Being far away from each other and the holiday season. Scheduling was a bit of a bitch. But let's jump into it as best as we can. Let's do some blurbs. Say a little something about everybody. If I don't really have much to say, I'm just going to run down how good of a year they had. And we'll go on to the next one. So... Let's get this shit going. Number 50. Number 50 is a great, great wrestler. But to people outside of the Northeast, I don't think she gets enough recognition. Or even enough bookings to really gain any fans other parts of the United States. Uh, Erica Lay is your current Pro Wrestling Magic Champion. That's what it says on the list. I haven't watched Pro Wrestling Magic since the list dropped. I don't know if they have anything out. So if anything has changed, please forgive me. But she had a pretty damn good year. She had 18 wins, 23 losses. But once she got those big wins, the wins just kept on coming. She had great, great matches at Pro Wrestling Magic against Killian McMurphy. Uh, Jordan Blade, and even Jay George. That fucking madman. Yeah, she beat Jay George and retained her title. Number 50. You know, they say the 50th spot and the number one spot are the most important because we get people to check out the last spot. So if you haven't yet, please check out Erica Lay. Moving on to number 49, who at the time of this list posting had 27 wins, 26 losses. That's still pretty good for one year. You got to say, Trish Adora, your current Pan-African World Despora World Champion. Some very notable wins. And even... Uh, Even jumped over to AEW for a couple dark matches. Traveled the fucking world. Went to Ring of Honor. Did pretty well in Ring of Honor while she was there. Got wins over Suge D, Jordan Blade, and Davey N. Those those ain't no names to scoff at. Trisha Dora, number 49. Now, number 48 is a name that I pretty much did not know at the beginning of uh, 2021. I started watching a lot of New Texas Pro because it was suggested on IWTV. Having not known anything about them, I checked it out. And uh, one of the first matches that I saw was Mysterious Q versus Brian Keith. And holy shit did that match have me standing in my living room nearly yelling at the TV. And then I saw him face Fuego Del Sol. And if you think what you see on AEW is Fuego Del Sol, nah, 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 fam. That dude can go. And it really put into perspective how good both performers are because they both sold. They both gave. They both built that drama. Again, I was like, what is up with this Mysterious Q guy? I am once again just being like, come on, motherfucker. Come on. Oh, my God. Mysterious Q is so good. And this year, he managed to get a great, great record of 26 wins and only 12 losses against the likes of Mike Bennett Izzy James, Jordan Oliver, Brian Keith, and Fuego Del Sol. Those are some great names. So Mysterious Q definitely earned his way into the top 50, ranking number 48. Number 47 is a name that I am very familiar with, and not just because he shares the same name with my favorite vocalist. I'm talking number 47 is Anthony Green. He is current... Full Impact Pro Heritage Champion. He's held notable wins over Kevin Koo, Atticus Kogar, Eddie Edwards, and Alec Price. He left WWE, came back to the Northeast, came back to the East Side, just came back to pro wrestling, and just set it ablaze. He won the Limitless title, recently losing it to Alec Price, but one hell of a comeback for him. 26 wins 19 losses not even a full year back dude was putting in work so number 47 anthony green he definitely deserved his spot 46 i don't have too much to say i know the dude's a big bad guy i know he's very talented i know he's been doing this forever I personally have not watched too many matches on him. This was more of a fan submission. And there's no denying he had success this year. And a lot of his matches are very, very good from what I've seen. I just, I just don't have too much to bring on this one. But number 46, with a record of 25 wins, 15 losses. Congo Kong got in there. Shout out to Congo Kong. Big, bad, ass dude. For number 45, we actually have Nick here to give us a little something-something.
1: Number 45, Justin Kyle. What can you say about Justin Kyle that you wouldn't say about, I don't know, RoboCop or Michael Myers? Just an indestructible machine. Uh, I I very rarely see the man lose. I very rarely see the man feel pain. Uh, And and I don't mean that in like a K-fame he doesn't sell since. I mean, I don't think he feels... It, when people hit him, it's, it's crazy to watch him. He's the kind of guy that I think if he was five to seven years younger would have a major contract somewhere. Uh, he looks like a monster. He wrestles like a monster. He is everything that the major leagues are looking for. Uh, and he's just ridiculously entertaining. His match with John Wayne Murdoch at ICW No Holds Barred was just chef's kiss.
0: Uh, back to the list, number 44, 44. Darius Carter, with a record of 30 wins, 14 losses by the time this was posted. Might be more now, the dude's very talented. Uh, Darius Carter is one hell of a wrestler, very well-rounded. He knows his place in the ring, he knows where everything is, he works down his opponent, Not only is he great in the ring, he is great on the mic. Possibly one of the best heels going currently that's not named MJF. Darius Carr has been doing it for a pretty good amount of time. Used to be with the Crusade for Change. He dropped that, became his own thing, and ever since then has been on fire. He's had some notable wins over Azrael and Hoodfoot, who are just crazy talented Azrael doing this for fucking ever and hoodfoot being like a juggernaut so those are some great great wins darius carter number 44 number 43 though is a favorite of mine i'm a big fan of australian wrestling as weird as that might sound it's a rather random i know but I've been watching Melbourne City Wrestling since 2015, and I've been loving every second of it. Doing so, I came across number 43, Adam Brooks. Adam Brooks is very, very well-rounded. He can play heel. He can pull off the whole babyface thing, make the fans love him. And uh, if you just watch him in the ring, it's very easy to love him he hits hard, he grapples with the best of them, he can fly when he needs to, he's very resourceful outside of the ring, he can brawl, he can do it all. And now he's kind of in that like veteran spot in MCW, Melbourne City Wrestling. And they're, they're, they know that now. So now he currently holds the championship. And I think it's like 770-something days that he's champion, But that's counting, like, all the time that they were, like, on lockdown and stuff. So, not too many defenses. But still enough to say that every year that he's held the title, he's had at least one match. So, it's valid, damn it. Yeah, great, great matches against people like Slex. Like, Caveman Ugg. And even New Japan's own Robbie Eagles. So... Number 43, Adam Brooks. Great, great shit.
1: Number 42, A.C. Mack. A.C. Mack will tell you that he is the hottest name on the independent scene today. And he's right. Uh, he's He can talk. He can wrestle. He, he has charisma more than 99% of people on the indies. Uh, and he is, in my mind, the next IWTV World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, He's going to be facing, hopefully, fingers crossed, Alex Shelley at Southeast 1st, January 21st in Tyrone, Georgia. Uh, The Uncut Wrestling Podcast is helping sponsor that show. Uh, I can't wait to be there, live and in person, to see that dude, AC Mack, you know, born and raised in the swats of Atlanta, Georgia, take the IWTV title.
0: So, So far, we got a big chunk of names out of the way. I just wanted to remind you guys that you can check out some stuff from the Indie Movement at JustPlainFilthy.com slash movement. We have a feed that shows everything that we've been posting on Twitter. We got designated matches that we change out every so often. think got like four of them. They're all heavy hitters, all really crazy good matches that we kind of crafted into there for you. A uh, whole bunch of other stuff. And while you're on there, you can check out the news site, which is where you can find this top 50 list, and you can share it with your friends. We also talk about music and all this other kind of stuff there as well. Uh, you can also check out the Uncut podcast on YouTube and Anchor and Spotify. So, uh, yeah, there's a little plug for you. let's get back to this shit. And we're back. Let's get down to it. I stopped at a random ass number. I just thought it was time. We've been doing it for long enough. Uh, Number 41. With a record of 28 wins and 28 losses. Shane motherfucking Mercer. The guy did it all this year. He had great, great matches one-on-one Was in a handful of tag team matches, a handful of scrambles. Just showed how much of a freak athlete he is at any time that he could. You book him on a match, he will show you something you have never seen. Uh, I think it was against Yo-Ya that he had this spot where he just held the guy in a powerbomb. And then threw him like six rows back. The guy just hit him in the seat and just slid. It was a visual. That, that was a fucking visual. He did another one. I don't know if it was this year or, or not. But he had somebody in the ring and he just like gorilla pressed them like the same distance. It was crazy. A uh, lot, of, lot of great moments with Shane Mercer. Uh, with notable wins over Sadiqa. Over Schlack. And over Brian Keith. So those are some big fucking names. Uh, He definitely deserves number 41. Number 40 is a name that I didn't really know until the beginning of this year. I knew the tag team that she's with, Kings of the District. But I haven't watched them much. So I'm still very new to her and Eel O'Neal. But Jordan Blade... Had one hell of a year with twenty nine wins, twenty three losses in just one year. That that's that's still pretty fucking good. Uh, she held pro wrestling magic women's championship, uh, PPW super middleweight championship, and a, a couple others as well. Uh, those are the ones she currently holds. Holds notable wins over Becca, Alley Catch. And Masha Slamovich. And I don't know if the match happened already because I didn't see anything about it. But I heard that she went one-on-one against Tom Lawler. I don't know if it happened already. I don't know who won. But that match has definitely got to be crazy. So, number 40, Jordan Blade. Number 39 is another name that I'm rather new to. Not as new as the last one but still pretty damn new if it wasn't for Effie's big gay brunch I would never have known number 39 Ashton Star Ashton Star is making a name for himself 2021 so that means 2022 the world will know who the fuck he is Ashton Star has it all he's got that swagger He's got that talent in the ring. He can connect with the fans. He gets them up on their feet, clapping, stomping, and getting behind him. Ashton Starr, from the time I knew him, has improved greatly. Whether it's his look, whether it's in-ring talent, whether it's just getting better bookings. I don't know what it is. But now he feels so much more complete. And I guess he has a tag team. In AWE with Effie. So that's gotta be fun, you know? You got two eccentric LGBT uh, wrestlers in a tag team that holds gold in the dirty South. That's gotta be entertaining as shit. Props to y'all for doing that. Holy fuck. I am about it 100%. Bastion Star number 39 definitely deserves it. Unfortunately, I don't have too much to say on the next couple of them, so we're just gonna run through what it says on the website. Uh, number 38, Kamana Man Dan, with 30 wins and 22 losses, notable wins over Jaden Newman, Shug D, and Danhausen. Number 37, Allie Catch. She did very well, I know that. Uh, 25 wins, 31 losses. Notable wins over Trisha Dora, Effie, and Hyann. Number 36, Cole Radrick with 36 wins, 50 losses. He's the unsanctioned pro heavyweight champion with notable wins over Everett Cross, Danhausen, and Jordan Oliver. And number 35, with 31 wins, 30 losses, Dale Patricks, your current AWR Heavyweight Champion. With notable wins over Justin Kyle, Mickey Knuckles, and John Wayne Murdoch. Now here is Nick with another one of his choices for number
1: 34. Number 34, Daniel Maccabe. Daniel Makabe is the best pure wrestler on the planet today. And I know that there's a Jonathan Gresham, there's a Robert Martyr, there's a Daniel Garcia. Uh, I'm even going to go so far as to say he might be better than Zach Sabre Jr. Uh, He just knows how to break down a body part, break down multiple body parts, stretch people, and uh, do things to the human body that shouldn't be possible. So, yeah, definitely Daniel Macabe, one to watch in 2022, former... Scenic uh, the Invitational champion in 2019, came in second this year to AC Mack. Great Number athlete, definitely watch Wheeler in Utah.
0: The killed it, killed it on the independent scene, and then got some time to showcase himself on AEW, where he still makes appearances on Dynamite, on Rampage, on Dark, all that stuff. He's juggling the independent circuit and TV wrestling. So props to him. He's got a record of 31 wins, 26 losses by the time this thing all went up. uh, With notable wins over Tracy Williams, Layla Hirsch, and Killian McMurphy. Such a good, good year for Wheeler Utah, number 33. Uh, 32, I don't have too much to say. Robert Martyr is a great, great pro wrestler. He is your current GSW Next Gen champion. Has a record of 19 wins, 27 losses, with notable wins over Billy Starks, Gio Guilvado, and Tony Deppin. But, uh, number 31 is just astounding. And while most of his wins came through because of tag team matches, Yamato, your current Dragon Gate Open, the Dream Gate Champion, has 104 wins and 27 losses. That would normally boost them up to the top of the rankings, but because most of these were tag team wins, we're maybe looking at like 15 to 20 singles matches. So it kind of hurts them as far as being the best... Independent pro wrestler, but 104 wins, 27 losses. That's insane. Yamato got notable wins over BB Hulk, Kota Minura, and Keda Ishida. Um, From what I've seen of him, great, great stuff all year. He's been doing a match like every other day with his partner, Dragon Kid, and they're just killing it in Japan. So shout out Yamato. Number
1: 30, Colby Corito. Now, Colby Carino has a great blessing and a great curse, being the son of Steve Carino. Uh, he, but he does so much that, despite the fact he looks like his father and he talks a lot like him, doesn't wrestle like him at all. He's a high flyer. He knows how to, how to really do some work on the mat. Uh, and he's a, he's a great baby face, too, which Steve uh, was never really particularly an awesome baby face. Colby has that going for him to see his redemption arc coming back from everything he went through in his past that he's openly admitted with his own fault. Colby Carino is a star in the making. Uh, He's another one. I know I talked about this earlier with Justin Kyle. Colby Carino is another one that you may actually see in the major leagues one day, probably WWE just because his father is a coach at the performance center. I, I think that might be something that you see in the future and, good for him. Colby Carino is tremendous.
0: Number 15 with a record of 47 wins, 47 losses. Masha Slamovich is currently your GSW Women's Champion and your GSW Souls of Syndicate Champion. Two championships in one company this year. that fucking dope. With notable wins over Atticus Kogar, G. Raver, and Allison K. That's one hell of a year. That's like at least one match every week. While holding two championships and taking out big fucking names on the independents. Shout out Masha Slamovich. Hell yeah. Number 14 we referenced earlier. And this is picked for probably one of my favorites in the Northeast right now. I'm not going to say of all time, uh, but he's definitely in my top five for my favorites as far as independent wrestling goes. Alec Price, number 14, Alec Price. Currently your Limitless Wrestling Champion. He had an absolute war against Anthony Green, which crowned him that Limitless title. He also went to war against Eddie Edwards and the very vicious Kevin Koo. If you're unfamiliar with Alec Price right now, please check out Limitless Wrestling. Please check out other Northeast-based wrestling companies. He is all over the Northeast, and hopefully he comes all around the world because this dude has got talent. Once again, throwing it over to Nick. Let's go. Number 12. Not much to say about him, but uh, a record of 34 wins, 41 losses, and getting a shot to be in AEW this year. Lee Moriarty must be doing something, right? Uh, Notable wins over Laredo Kidd, Anthony Green, and Joey Janela on the Independents. He's one hell of a wrestler. If you haven't checked him out before, please make sure you do so. Great, great technical talent. And his his entrance theme song is probably my all-time favorite. So definitely check out Lee Moriarty. Uh, number 11, Brian Keith. Your current new Texas Pro Champion with a record of 26 wins and 15 losses. Brian Keith being represented by Swisha house. And coming out to Still Tippin' is probably my favorite entrance. Not entrance theme, but entrance. Because he comes out dressed up like an old cowboy bounty hunter. And then he's got Paul Wall and Slim Thug playing in the background. He's got a grill in. He's got gold. And then he just murders a motherfucker and leaves. Swagged out to the maximum. I fucking love Brian Keith. Notable wins over Mysterious Q, Davy Richards, and A.J. Gray. Hell yeah. Number 10, Becca. Uh, she went over a metamorphosis over the last year. From bright and bubbly, laughing, giggling, to just ass-kicker bitch. <laughs> How else do I put it? Uh, teaming up with Alec Price in a couple promotions. The two are running the Northeast currently. Uh, she is the current chaotic wrestling pan-optic champion, which is essentially intergender, but then whatever you identify as, you're good to go. It's what a world championship should be. Uh, notable wins over Jordan Blade, Jody Threat, and she even beat Brad Cashu in 31 seconds. Now that's fucking something to brag about. Number 10 was Becca. Number 9 was MV Young. With a record of 29 wins and 15 losses, he is currently the Fest Wrestling Champion, the Enjoy Wrestling Champion, and the Wrestler's Lab Champion. He had notable wins over Anthony Gangone, Trisha Dora, Kevin Koo, and Effie himself. On top of that, the dude went viral this year. Throwing uh, Harlow O'Hara over the apron to the outside with some sort of crucifix powerbomb throw thing. Threw this like wooden cross on the floor. People lost their shit. He got millions of views People now know the name of MV Young, and you should too, because he ranks number
1: nine. Here's uh, Nate Atticus number Kogar. One. Again, I gotta disagree with my boy Vegas. Another top five guy, Atticus Kogar really came into his own this year. Obviously, whole lot of great stuff, uh, teaming with the with the guys of four four zero. But he even teamed with his brother Otis a few times. I'm sure Vegas knows a lot about those guys. Uh, and, and Atticus Kogar proved that he can wrestle, he can obviously do death matches. I think he's the next generation of a top deathmatch guy. The fact that he hasn't won any tournaments or titles yet is a huge injustice. Atticus Kogar, one of my favorite guys to watch. Silver Teeth Satan, off the charts great.
0: And, uh, whatever, Nick. You disagree with me because of Atticus? I'm not doing this because of opinion. I'm doing this because of fucking statistics, homie. Atticus, for me, would rank in the top five. He would probably be like number four, maybe even number three. So I agree he's top five, definitely. But everybody ahead of him had a very good year. Which brings us to number seven. Roxy, the protege. She is currently the Sabotage War of the Gender Champion, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and up until recently, she also held the New Texas Pro Championship, uh, Women's Championship. Oh, could you imagine Roxy versus Brian Keith? That'd be wild. She had a great, great year putting on classics against Rachel Rose, which she lost her championship to eventually, Trish Adora, and Killer Kelly with a record of 36 wins, 16 losses. Ropsy was number seven. Number six, before we get to the top five, is Jake Crist. Jake Crist is having one hell of a comeback to the independents. I believe he came back last year and since then 2021 has been nothing but kind for him. With 50 wins, 40 losses, Jake Christ is currently the Clash champion as well as both the IWA World Champion and the IWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. With notable wins over Larry D, Masada, and Congo Kong, Jake Christ is number 6. Now it's time, motherfuckers, for the top five. Let's go. Hold on, hold on. That didn't feel as special as I wanted it to feel. Let's see if I can do it justice. Now is the moment you've all been waiting for. The 2021 Indie Movement Top 50 Top 5. Okay, that might have been a little overkill, but fuck it. I had fun, and that's what we're here for. Uh, Number five. With a record of 54 wins, 27 losses, Chris Dickinson has been killing it on the independent scene. As well as been killing it in New Japan Strong and Ring of Honor before they kind of fizzled out for a little bit. Uh, Whether it's a singles competitor, tag team competitor... In 2021, Chris Dickinson did it all. He Currently holding the UWN Championship and even holding notable wins over men like Jacob Fatu, Too Cold Scorpio, and Brian Keith. Forming an alliance with Starboy Charlie. And I'm sure when they both come back from injury, they're going to be like, you know what? We never lost a beat. Here we are again, world. Suck our dicks uh number four alex shelley uh after he took a hiatus from impact i wasn't sure we were gonna see him on the independence i thought wait until things calm down with the world he's gonna come back to impact motor city machine guns am gonna fucking do it again uh but he didn't at the he left at the beginning of the pandemic he came back earlier on this year, and he made his return to pro wrestling on the independent circuit. Uh, Since then, Shelly has had one hell of a year, facing Wheeler, Utah, for the IWTV championship and winning it, putting on classics ever since uh, against the likes of Daniel McCabe, Wheeler, Utah, Jonathan Gresham, and John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, number three, I gotta go with Daniel Garcia because at the beginning of 2021, there wasn't any independent wrestling fan who didn't know the name Daniel Garcia. The dude was everywhere, having dream matches. He was facing people like Minoru Suzuki, Anthony Green, Lee Moriarty, JD Drake, Christian Casanova. It was uh, every match he was in was like the who's who. Of pro wrestling at that time. I don't know who the hell his agent or manager is. Who does the bookings. I don't know. They've said in another podcast. They're like dude your matches that you had early 2000s were just. Uh, early 2021 were just insane. And uh, he was having like four or five matches a week. WrestleMania weekend. I guess he had like five matches in a day. Which is unheard of. So, yeah, that, I think that warrants him to have a number three spot. Uh, number two, Nick has got number two for you.
1: Number two, Alexander Hammerstone. Now, I, I, I know I talked earlier about guys that would have fit better in the 80s. Alexander, Hammond, Alexander Hammerstone, easy for me to say, is the 80s professional wrestler. He's big, he's strong. He beats people down with size. He sells just the right way for a guy his size to sell. Another one that I feel like will probably be under a WWE contract sooner rather than later. I think as soon as that MLW contract runs out, look for Alexander Hammerstone. Do not go to NXT. I feel like he's a straight to the main roster type of guy. He is the kind of guy Vince is looking for. Um, and I think he's the kind of guy that even though it's much different styles of wrestling. I think he's kind of got Triple H would see himself in. Just that, you know, big guy, blonde hair, looks like a million bucks, Alexander Hammerstone is the next professional wrestling superstar.
0: And number one has got to go to John Wayne Murdoch. He's been... He's been referenced many times in this list. Which only goes to show he puts on good matches. And he elevates the people that he worked with. And this year, well, as of this podcast, 77 wins, 40 losses. That is a fucking record. Holy shit. John Wayne Murdoch has had one hell of a year. So much gold throughout 2021. IWA World and Tag Team Championship titles. PPW and Unsanctioned Pro Tag Team titles. ICW and Horror Slam Deathmatch Championships all in one year. He also went to war with big names like Sadiqa, Ludark Shaitan, Kongo Kong, and Eric Ryan. I know there's a lot of people everybody else might think deserves this spot. But if you look at match quality, how much hard work has been put forward, how many titles have been won, and the win-loss record, I got to think John Wayne Murdoch has got to be number one. Let us know on social media if you agree, if you disagree with this list. I'd love to hear what your choices are, who you would rank, what. Who you would put at the number one spot. Who you put in your top five. There's so much talent on the independent scene. And I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. The independent scene is the best that it's been in what 15 years now. Since Ring of Honor was considered an independent. Yeah this shit's crazy. So definitely check out the list. Check out the people on the list. Look up those who you don't know. And maybe, just maybe, you'll find yourself a new favorite pro wrestler. But thank you to listening to me and Nick talk non-stop about the Top 50 list. I'm glad you guys are excited as we are. I'm glad to have it finally out. Once again, you can check us out on TikTok and on Instagram at the indie movement. You can check us out on Twitter at indie movement underscore. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you for checking us out. Have a great night.